Right now, we're going to go ahead and welcome in our next live guest. We've got Alan Adler joining us for our first community segment of the day. It's time for Truck Tech. And Anthony, we know we've talked a little bit about the movers and shakers in the autonomy world. We've got some interesting news to hit on from Waymo Via deciding to leave to some news with Aurora. So, Alan, thank you for being here this morning. I'm going to give you dealer's choice. Who do you want to talk about first? What I first want to talk about is how we managed to come up with a theme again. We actually have a buyers and sellers theme, not just an, an item uh, this week. And uh, yeah, a little bit of it is a stretch as you get farther down in the newsletter. But the, the starting point is Aurora uh, Innovation. You know, last week we reported that they have raised $820 million in new uh, capital through stock sales, both private placement and uh, public offering. The private placement, which we didn't know who the, the big takers were initially, turns out to be uh, T. Rowe Price and Uber. Now, Uber's interesting, especially, uh, they only bought a, a million dollars of the private placement, but they bought uh, quite a bit more of the of the public offering, even though it was priced a little higher. Um, Uber's interesting because, of course, they already owned uh, back in 2020 when they sort of laid off their autonomous uh, technology uh, group to uh, Aurora, they invested $400 million, got 26% of the company. That number is actually down to about 22 or so right now, even after these most recent purchases. But it does speak to investor confidence, right? I mean, Uber clearly thinks Aurora is a winner in the autonomous space, and, and we can talk about Waymo in a minute. But as that field of de developers shrinks, uh, I think it's interesting to see that, you know, you've got the biggest raise really since the old days of spacking. Uh, you know, when the uh, private, uh, when the companies were going public, including Aurora, by the way, uh, you know, via SPAC. The other side of this, and it really is kind of a timing coincidence, and there's certainly nothing wrong with it, but uh, not maybe the best look for Aurora. Their chief product officer, Sterling, uh, Sterling Anderson, has actually been selling his uh, a good chunk of his stake that he's still going to own 85% of his total holdings. But he's been uh, offloading about 200,000 shares of Aurora a day since June. And uh, this is under what's called, it's a technical term uh, called a 10B5 uh, through the Securities Exchange Commission, which basically an executive will set a sort of a set it and forget it thing on stock. And they will sell at a certain price as long as the price is there. And then they promise that they don't have, are not trading on inside information. Clearly they're not because it's a, a set uh, deal. Um, for for uh, Sterling Anderson, though, who's actually you know been on our show more than once, I think I know I've had him on at least once, and super smart guy, and and one of the co-founders at Aurora. Um, you know, through uh, Wednesday, he's uh, brought in. Let's see, is it seventeen point one six million dollars, which is not bad. Um, you know, and it and it speaks to the fact that he does have a lot of holdings. And what's really interesting is that. You know, there's two classes of shares at Aurora, and this is also not unusual. There's an A share, which is sort of a public share. Uh, you get one vote for that. And then there are B shares, which are traded, and they have 10 votes per share. Um, Sterling has been converting a lot of his B shares over to A shares and then selling them. Uh, again, nothing wrong with this at all. Just uh, the timing, uh, you know, doesn't look great. If you remember Mark Russell at Nikola, uh, you know, sort of had a bad outcome when he when he was involved in this because, um, you know, he was the CEO and he had a 10 v 5 going and was basically, uh, you know, uh, cashlessly handling his options in the company and collecting money all the while. And the board got kind of tired of that and said, listen, you need to go ahead and 
take your retirement a little early. So nothing like that going on in Aurora, but uh, an interesting contrast to the investor confidence, uh, you know, at the timing of this. Definitely interesting timing for sure, Alan. And looking back on the buying side, what's the latest with Waymo and what are they buying? Well, Waymo right now is all in on uh, autonomous ride hailing. This is the decision, of course, that they made on, on Wednesday, announced it via a blog post. Uh, Waymo is not the most, um, you know, talkative about what they're up to. They tend to tell you what they're going to do in a blog post and that sort of thing. But this is a, a surprise, Anthony, really only in its timing, because Waymo has been backing off on trucking for a while now. Uh, you know, when they when the company, the parent company, Alphabet, laid off 12,000 people in January and then another round of layoffs in March, um, you know, Waymo got hit hard and especially the trucking side got hit hard. Um, Waymo is newer to trucking than they are. Uh, you know, I mean, if you think about Waymo, they go all the way back to the original Google self-driving uh, car uh, project. It's dated to 2009. So most of their experience is in ride hailing. They've, they've always said, though, that, you know, what we're learning about ride hailing applies to trucking and vice versa. That may well be true. Uh, Boris Hoffman, who, re- who ran the trucking side of of Waymo is staying on and working on highway applications. Highway applications that really do apply much more to trucking than they do to ride hailing. So, um, you know, they're kind of keeping a toe in. We couldn't completely say they're out of trucking. Um, They'll come back maybe someday, kind of, sort of, who knows, right? The interesting thing with this, Alan, is that they're still planning to work with Daimler Truck on their redundant chassis system. And even though they're looking to pull out kind of of the full autonomy game, this almost kind of highlights the fact that they understand that their technology is still very valuable. It also says something about the fact that they're planning on honoring their commitments with Daimler, right? Is this something that we can maybe continue to see from some of the other companies, you know, pull back from full autonomy, but still work on the tech? Well, I think those that pulled back prior to this move, I mean, you know, Waymo does have obviously a lot more backing, you know, even with the cuts that it's taken, has a lot more backing than some of the companies that, that we don't see anymore, like Embark Trucks and things like that that have fully gone away. Um, I think in, in, in this was very, very carefully worded uh, blog post, as all of them are, in terms of honoring the commitment with, commitment with Daimler, because when I reached out to Daimler for their comment, they said, well, we respect what they're doing, um, but, you know, we're going to continue, uh, you know, to, to work with Torque Robotics which, of course, is an independent subsidiary working on that redundant chassis. Uh, you know, they, they made nice, quite honestly, Kaylee. And I, I think I think that's fine. They're, they, you know, they obviously are not backing away from the investments that they made there. And as I said a moment ago, you know, they're continuing to work on, you know, highway things and stuff like that. But, but actively getting in the fray, getting trucks out there, starting to develop autonomous routes and things like that, that's way, way down the road if it ever happens for Waymo. And Alan, sounds like with that lower priority, it sounds like there have been some partnerships that have ended with this as well. Well, yeah, um, they had been working with uh, JB Hunt uh, Transportation and, and Craig Harper, who runs that group. Uh, you know, uh, that, it was TechCrunch that reported that was over, but I had heard the same thing a while back. And then uh, a few other deals that they had been, you know, testing pilot programs and so forth. Uh, question right now what they're going to do with this nine acre site that they have in Texas near Dallas which was created principally for autonomous trucking, um, that would be another site going away. Because if you remember, Too Simple also bailed on Texas, it, you know, when they shut down most of their uh, uh, most of their autonomous uh, uh, 
freight hauling um, you know, after 10 million miles. They sort of stuck a fork in that because they were losing money at it. Um, I don't think Waymo ever got quite as far as that. Uh, I think they've made some investments. I think they'll do what they can to unwind those. Um, you know, uh, as, as, as it's said in so many places, it's, it's only business, right? I mean, this is all a business decision. Um, I, I think it says something, though, about, you know, the, the speed with which we've seen the, uh, I want to call it collapse, but the consolidation in autonomous, that there was never going to be six companies actually, you know, doing autonomy. And I, I got an outreach from Wabi. So it said, hey, you didn't include us as still being around. Well, Wabi hasn't raised uh, that we know of more than $100 million Canadian, which I think if I do my conversion right is less than $100 million US. So, you know, they, are they a player? I get they're still out there, certainly, but I, I can't count them in the group. But right now you're looking at Aurora, which has runway out through 2025 now, and we'll get them past the launch of truly driverless routes uh, in Texas. I don't know how many of those yet. Uh, we'll hear a little more next week, I think, uh, on their earnings call. And then, uh, you know, Kodiak, private, but seems to be, you know, doing pretty well. We had uh, the show this week. We had uh, both uh, Don Burnett and Brett Suma from uh, from uh, Lodesmith on, and, and they talked about, you know, what they hope to get done. Uh, you know, so those two, and then, of course, Torque, which has all the backing from Daimler. So uh, there's three right now that you still want to keep an eye on. But uh, is this slowing down overall? I would say probably so. It's going to be interesting to see who sticks around and who eventually crosses that finish line first. Alan, thank you for joining us this morning. Of course, we'll head on over to FreightWaves.com and subscribe to Truck Tech if we are not there yet. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye. Awesome. Right now, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more Fruit Moves Now. 